We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thirty-five, Champcats News Radio WRBA. It is Friday. Weather-wise, absolutely glorious day. It's seventy-two degrees up here in Hanover County, and uh, you can't really get used to it. it. Looks like it's going to be miserable by the time we hit Sunday. But it's a lot of material you and I are dealing with this afternoon, and another Chinese spy craft in sovereign American territory. This is because Joe Biden is such an incredible weakling. My God, there's nobody that is scared of this guy. There's nobody that respects this guy. And you and I are paying the price as we look at China flex its muscles. One of the members of the House of Representatives who has had a a focus, a laser beam focus on the threat posed by China's leadership has been Congressman Rob Whitman, represents the 1st District here in our beloved Commonwealth. He's been right since the beginning, and I'm happy to say that uh, he's joining us this afternoon. Rob, thanks for being here. Jeff, it's great to be back with you. Wow, it's just unbelievable. It's almost like a chapter from a spy novel, but it's real. You know, it's unbelievable what we see unfolding before us. Give me a sense, Rob, because as I've said and I've reminded everybody, you have been focused on the threat posed by the Chinese leadership for years. You talked about medical equipment and drugs and all sorts of infrastructure items that have been farmed out to China. Uh, They are a serious threat. Jeff, the threat continues to build, and that's why I'm so honored to be now the senior Republican on our new select committee on the competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party. The threats that they pose to the United States are real and they are growing. You see the spy balloon that flew over us last week, and you see this this other platform that was in U.S. territory that was taken down today. You see in the United States the Chinese Communist Party-sponsored companies buying buying critical lands around uh, that secure U.S. military bases. The Confucius Institutes at our institutions across the United States that are recruiting intellectual talent to go to China. The massive amounts of fentanyl coming across the border, almost all of it produced in China. It's not just what we see as a military threat in the South China Sea, with Taiwan, this is an over-effort inside the United States with the Chinese Communist Party to weaken the United States and to, in that realm, 
predominate not just the United States, but the world. It's in financial markets. It's in it's in virtual platforms like TikTok and others. It's just insidious what the Chinese are doing at every aspect of American life, of American strategic interest, of American economic interest. China is there with the intent to defeat the United States. So my question to you, Rob, is how do we combat that? It seems clear to me, and and I'm a pure layman, I'm just looking at this from the outside, but it seems clear to me that this president is, he's in so far over his head, he just doesn't seem to care. The people around him don't seem to view China as a a credible threat. So, So how on earth do we safeguard our nation? Well, I I do not think that the policy of strategic ambiguity is going to be effective against Xi Jinping. And this administration can't decide what they're going to do, whether they're going to take on China or whether they're going to pursue the policy of strategic ambiguity. You see the president or hear the president say one thing and then his cabinet and others say something different. You cannot be weak or ambivalent with the Chinese. And the years when we thought, well, we can turn China into a benevolent force by being their friend, by creating these economic relationships. We see what happens when U.S. companies turn over intellectual property to the Chinese. They reverse engineer it and produce those, those goods and, and compete against those U.S. companies. China is not our friend. China is an adversary. Let's call them for what they are. They will do anything that they can to defeat the United States. They will lie. They will cheat and they will steal to accomplish their means. Let's treat them in the same way that they are addressing the United States as an adversary. And until we are willing to do that, China will take advantage of our weakness. That's who they are. That's who Xi Jinping is. And remember, the Chinese governing body, if you can call it that, Mm -hmm. gave Xi Jinping essentially lifetime rule over China and unlimited power. There is nothing now that's going to stop Xi Jinping, other than the resolve in the United States. And I can tell folks, it will take some very, very frank discussions between our elected leaders and citizens of the United States about the things that we need to do to counter China. There, there will be challenges for the United States to face, and they will, they will create, I think, uh, a choice for the United States. Do we make some sacrifices to address China now? Or do we find ourselves in a position where we are subservient to China in the future? They're great points. Congressman Rob Whitman is joining us, of course, represents the uh, the first district here in our beloved Commonwealth. Uh, Rob, one of the things that uh, to me is a great concern when we talk about China is that uh, Xi Jinping, the Chinese leadership, uh, they have plans, certainly for world domination. People mock, that, oh, that's not really true. It is true. It is available. And they're not thinking, oh, you know, in, in June we're going to do this. They are thinking 100, 200, 1,000 years out. They are uh, they're determined, and it just does not seem as if there's anybody in the White House who is uh, actually paying attention. And what happens in the United States, and it's just based on who we are in our culture, is that we are very focused near term. Yep. Uh, listen, we, we're not even thinking forward to what we're going to have for breakfast tomorrow morning. We're looking at right now. That's the right. Chinese don't look at things that way. The Chinese look at what are they going to do, not next week, not next month, not just next year, but in the next decade, in the next century, just as you point out. 
we have to take a more long-term look. I will say this, in some of those areas, we are looking more long-term, but in the words of the immortal Jerry Reed, we have a long ways to go and a short time to get there. We have got to really pick up the pace on the things that we do and do everything as it relates to our strategic competition against an adversary in China. We have to do that at the pace of urgency. You know, we can't just say, oh, you know, we'll take it slow motion. Don't worry about China. China wants us to think that way. And I believe as troubling as this balloon that flew over the United States and as troubling as what we saw happen today is, this is also a wake-up call for the United States and an opportunity for us to have a conversation with the American people about the depth of this threat and what it will take for us to ultimately defeat this effort by China. And what I want to do is to make sure that we are deterring them both strategically and economically. I don't I don't think that conflict is inevitable. But, Jeff, if we don't take a very aggressive stand, then I do believe that we will face, as some of our military leaders have said, many of them have said, a a a window where the Chinese are going to say, hey, you know what, now's our time to go after the United States. So I think we have to be very mindful of that. And, and if we do the right things and we do them at the right pace and with the right intensity, I do think that we can deter China. But do not underestimate what it will take to accomplish that. One of the things that has to be addressed as well, we, we see, as you said, strategic ambiguity. That That is the kindest assessment that I have heard uh, related to this. I look at Joe Biden and I see weakness, but I look at the rest of the Biden operation now, and, and I, I see that son of his who has made an awful lot of money transacting business with the leadership in China – and, and I have to ask, and maybe it's it's black helicopter or floating balloon or conspiracy theory, but I really do have to ask just, just how owned are some of the people in that White House by the leadership in China? Well, Jeff, I think there has to be full transparency in what transacted with Hunter Biden, his relationships with Chinese companies, what also transacted in the role that Joe Biden played with that. I think the American people deserve answers to that. And listen, I I don't put out there and say, oh, we'll reach a conclusion with that. And and it's not a conspiracy theory. That laptop exists. The connections with China exist. And the issue is be transparent about it. If you say that there's nothing to it, then reveal it. Unfold it so the American people can see it. So everybody can make a determination, and that should be sans the politics, although I know realistically it won't be, but it should be sans the politics so that we know where this administration is in our relationship with China. Because I want to make sure we're doing everything we can to take on China for what it is, and that is an adversary. And listen, we're, you know, we are having conversations on our select committee on essentially the Chinese Communist Party, and and having exactly those discussions. And that is, I think we need to be very direct uh, and and frank about where we see the threat from China. And and I believe it is indeed uh, an existential threat. I do believe that it is immediate. You saw General Minahan from the Air Force had said, hey, uh, the Davidson window, which proposed it to be the early 2030s, now he says, listen, I think it could be as early as 2025, which is uh, in in right here in the window, 
of, of this current administration. So I think all of those elements need to be part of the discussion. I can tell you that our select committee is going to be very aggressive in addressing all these issues with China. We're not going to leave any stone unturned, and we will do field hearings. And and I tell you, Jeff, we're going to go to Taiwan and do a field hearing. Now, I know some folks may may have is, issues with that, mm-hmm. but but I can tell you, if, if we don't if, if if we don't take take this stuff on, then 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 we're going to be we're going to be in a, in a situation where people don't don't uh, don't understand the full extent of this. And if you're not willing to confront China, yep. not to provoke China, but to let them know that we are serious about this, then they will continue to push us. And they'll push us to the point where they say the United States is just not going to react. Now's the time for us to uh, heighten this level of interaction with the United States, which ultimately could result in conflict. Wow. I, I, uh, I apologize. I know we've been laser beam focused on uh, on China today and the threat and this this uh, issue you raise about doing field hearings in uh, Taiwan. I think that's incredible. I, uh, as you're saying that, I'm trying to think, how do I how do I get a, a, a broadcast set up from there? Because I'd like to cover that firsthand and I'm, I'm going to have to uh, yes. get working on that, my friend. But uh, there's so many uh, domestic issues as well. Uh, inflation is still raging. I don't care about these little numbers that come out here and there, a tenth of a point here, a tenth of a point there. You and I both know real people are going to the supermarket and saying, man, I can't afford ground beef or chicken. Uh, I can't. I still am having trouble putting gas in the truck. And it just doesn't seem like, again, anybody on that, that uh, White House team really cares all that much. Well, and, and the thing that's maddening about this, Jeff, is that instead of admitting that this is a challenge, that it is affecting the lives of, of American families on an everyday basis, everything that they do, whether it's the grocery store, whether it's the gas station, whether it's just the other elements of cost of living as they do business, instead of admitting that and saying, hey, here are the things we're doing, the president tries to convince people that this is not a problem. You know, uh, inflation's going down. Well, inflation early on was right around 2%. Now, yep. over the past 12 months, 6.5%. So if it's come down a fraction of a point, I would argue that people are still paying much more than what they did when he came into office. So so to to point to that and say everything is okay just denies the reality of what people are experiencing. And I think that makes people mad. I can tell you the, the folks that i talked to have said, they're furious that the president won't talk about what his solutions are to admit that this is not a good place for us, that we have to do more to address inflation. I, I think that is the responsible way forward. Uh, and, and I just don't see those things coming from the White House and to talk about what we need to do to manage this nation's finances. You know, borrowing $5 trillion and the impact that it's had on this nation did add to inflation by any measure. And then to say, oh, we shouldn't talk about the deficit of the debt as it relates to the nation's finance as we talk about uh, extending the, 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 the debt ceiling. Everyday families have to address this. Jeff, if you have a credit card and you reach your limit on the credit card and you go to the bank and said, increase my limit, I'm not going to pay you any money on this debt or I'm not going to, or I'm only going to pay the interest on it. Is the bank going to extend the limit on your credit card? No, they're not. not. But what we need to do is to say, listen, there has to be an end in sight. We have to manage the finances of of this nation and the deficit and the debt do matter. Uh, And, and we want to make sure we're doing that thoughtfully 
responsibly and sensibly. And the responsible and sensible thing to do is to address this nation's financial situation as we look going forward about what our debt is going to be. And remember, borrowing more money puts more debt on the backs of U.S. citizens. People here, everyone here is responsible for it, are not only people now, but people in future generations. Our children, our children's children will be carrying this debt on their backs for years to come. So how do we do that in a responsible way? We can do this, and we have to do this. Yeah. We have to do it indeed. Rob, I always appreciate you making time for us. I, I'm, I'm grateful, uh, uh, not just for your generosity in that regard, but in your your leadership that uh, you've taken up yet again in the House, doing what's right. And uh, thank you, and uh, just keep fighting that good fight, please. Jeff, we'll do it. Thanks so much. Great to be on with you. Wish uh, you and your listeners a very blessed weekend, and, and hopefully this weather will last. Although it looks like the latter part of the weekend we may get uh, yeah. <laughs> we may get a little something different. So <laughs> enjoy we'll it enjoy today it while we can. That's, That's right. right. You got it. You Thank got you, it. my friend. That is Congressman Rob Whitman. He's he is a good guy. I mean, he's a rock solid guy and i think the world of him house.whitman.gov by the way is the website if you need constituent service or stuff like that they're good people i've i've worked with them for a long time um they're just great folks great folks and i i really do love rob and what he's doing uh with this china situation jeff katz news radio wrba t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 